Okay, so welcome to episode 65 of Cloud Conversations. I am your host, Harvey Banks, and I need a favor from you. If you're on Instagram, please give us a follow at Cloud Conversations Pod, at Cloud Conversations Pod. Also, wherever, however, whenever you may be listening to this, whether it be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and as of this weekend, uh, confirm that it works when you say Alexa, play Cloud Conversations. She'll play it from the latest episode. But while you're listening, please give us a five star rating. Um, like, review, share with a friend. That tells the tech companies that this is the type of content that you like to consume on a Monday morning. On today's episode, of course, we're going to start with shit I don't care about, but I probably should. We're going to talk some Johnny Depp. We're going to talk some cancel culture. I got a good one in store for you guys. Um, I'm hoping to be able to use some audio from a Patreon episode that I recorded with um, Christian Loriano. If it doesn't make it on this feed, it's going to be over on Patreon. But it's Monday, so we got to start the week off right. Okay, so let's just get right into this because, you know, it's my favorite segment. Shit I don't care about, but I probably should. And just a forewarning that today, I know I normally give this to you in a really organized manner, as in like I'll tell you why we should be caring about something and then I'll usually come with the jokes after on why I don't care about it. But today, I kind of don't know how I feel about it. Like, I don't think I care. I don't want to care, but I think I do. Um, So, yeah, basically what I'm here to talk about for a little bit is Johnny Depp and Amber Heard have decided to, I don't know, stop embarrassing themselves only at home and take this thing public because like this shit looks like a road show. But I guess the official way to, to talk about it is give you the basis of what's happening. So I guess Johnny was up for a movie. Johnny was going to divorce Amber Amber then files a restraining order and then does an op-ed in one of these newspapers, basically talking about that she has been a victim of domestic violence. Now, apparently she doesn't really say Johnny's name, but everyone assumes that she's talking about Johnny. Johnny loses movie role, costs him a lot of money. Johnny then sues for defamation of character, I want to say. And then she countersues him, like he sues her for $50 million. She countersues for $100 million for the same thing. So here we are in court. And so let me give you my first. This was my first thought on it. I was very confused on why I was watching this live on TV and I didn't like it. Like, I don't like the idea that this is 
being broadcast live on TV. I don't know why it just does. Something doesn't feel right about it. And that goes for all court proceedings to me. I just think that should they be covered? Yes. Should they be recorded for the record? Yes. But like, I don't know that it should be on CNN live like with a split screen running an ad for Samsung. It just kind of feels weird to me. But anyways, also, I don't think we should be in these people's bedrooms like this because I don't know. That feels like a slippery, dangerous slope. And like once that door is opened up, you can't really control what goes out or comes in it. And that's what we're dealing with with these two. So. I don't care whether you believe Johnny is a victim or Amber is a victim because I think they both have told enough lies that, bro, I don't really know what's going on. But let me give some a couple of things that stuck out to me during this whole debacle that's still playing out, by the way. Um, Johnny says that Amber was the one that was abusive and Johnny has recordings of Amber basically admitting to being abusive. But one of the worst parts about her how she admitted and got caught up admitting to being abusive was in this recording, she's actually heard saying, tell them, tell them, Johnny, that I abuse you. They're not going to believe you and you're going to look like a bitch. And so, like, I got a real problem with that just because, like. Amber, I believe you are doing women a big disservice when you say stuff like that. And now that that's public, like that looks just terrible, right? Just because like, like it or not, when things like this happen in court, especially when you're dealing with domestic violence and he said, she said, even when you're dealing with like rape issues, right? Women are having more and more to prove nowadays. Like it's not just automatically take the woman's word for it anymore because so, so many instances of women like Amber are being put out there and being shown to be a fraud that like, I don't know. I just think people now are are a little more hesitant to believe women when they say that they're being abused or that they was abused or sexually abused or any of that. Right. So I don't think, I don't think that that's advancing women's causes any, that shit sounds terrible. And the fact that you knew that like, you was going to try to use that card because I'm a woman. They're never going to believe you. Sounds just nasty. Um, but I don't know what you could expect from someone that took a shit in somebody else's bed, like an adult. And to me, like that right there, even past the, the recording of what she said, dog, when I heard that Amber Heard took a shit in Johnny Depp's bed, I was blown away because that's an adult taking an adult shit in another adult's bed. And so like at that point, I started feeling differently because up until that point, I was like, yo, you caused Johnny some real life problems for something that seems is untrue. Now, I don't know if it's still questionable whether Johnny put hands on Amber or not. I don't know. And I haven't read enough about this to 
know either way. But it seems like there is still a little bit of doubt out there whether he ever did actually put his hands on her. And if he did, like, as I don't know if I was playing his lawyer, that would be not great because that kind of goes against the defamation. Because if she said that she was talking about you and you did at one point. Yeah, I'm not even going to get into that, though, because that's not a I'm not a lawyer and I don't know how that's going to play out. But let's just move past that. Johnny, 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 dear Johnny. Why are you still dealing with an adult that defecated in your bed? I don't want to have a conversation with anyone, any adult that shits any place other than a toilet. On purpose. Especially as like an act of spite. Do you know how crazy that person has to be? To get to the point where they say, I'm going to get you back. And the way they choose to do that is to take a shit in your bed. That's next level. And so, like, I think for most people. If you're waiting for an exit point. That's the exit. No. Like. What are we doing? And then like. You continue to have these problems with her so much so that you have to record her <laughs> because you don't feel safe. And it's like, how much of an exit do you need? And so it brings up this like uh, this really interesting. I don't want to say conundrum. Let's just say situation. Right. So if a woman is being is in a domestic abuse situation usually if you find out she's been abused for like years a lot of people's first question tends to be well why didn't she just leave and now I'm not stupid enough to ask that because I understand how dynamics work women tend to have a lot of reason to stay Now, why they're staying or if they're staying is none of our business. But like, I'm just speaking from a go down this road with me so we can think about this perspective a little bit. I'm not trying to tell you should or should not do. But the reason a woman may stay, it may be financial. It may be for the children or what they think is for the children at the time. You know what I mean? You think it's best for the children. It may be. Back to the financial thing. You just don't have a bunch of other options. Anything. You you just never know. Or it could have been years of psychological abuse to where like. Sometimes women actually think they're worthless. Because this the man will get them to believe that. And so it makes it very difficult to just leave. And so like that's that's the generic advice that most people will a give. Or B, the the first question that comes to mind, even me, I do it at times too. When I hear about certain things, I'm like, why didn't she just leave? And then I catch myself and I'm like, ah, maybe I just don't know her situation like that. So like bring that to this situation because the internet seems to have decided that Johnny is the victim here. I had a question. 
how come nobody's asking Johnny? Why didn't you just leave? Because Johnny, you had so many exit points. And Johnny, you, sir, are the catch. Because, like, I know some internet stuff, but I don't really know internet stuff and celebrities like that. I can honestly say I had no idea who Amber Heard was until this shit popped off. I don't know what that says about me. It probably says more about me than anybody else, but, like, I just didn't really know who she was. So, like, Johnny, you're the catch. Johnny, you have the resources. Johnny, why didn't you leave? I think it's a fair question in this situation because, like, that's the same thing we ask women. But then there's answers that could, you know, this could make sense of her. But Johnny, the money's not an issue. You have the resources to leave and get away from her. Why didn't you leave? My question is this, and I don't know this, and I wanted to come on here and like run a big, long joke about it and really, really laugh about it. But the more I talk about this, it's just, it's not really that funny to me anymore. And that sucks too. Cause I had a couple bangers, but, um, uh, Johnny, I think I know a kink when I see one. Because you can't convince me that you are just choosing to stay because you have no options and that you are loving this victim role. Now, the fact that I'm not upset that you went to court because clearing your name is probably a little more important than that $50 million that you said you lost. And I get that. But like. I don't know. None of this strikes anybody as weird. Like the Internet has decided that Johnny is the victim and he he may very well be. I don't know. I'm not here to judge that. But like my question is, why isn't Johnny getting the same treatment as all these other women that are domestically abused that we become very insensitive towards? That's all. I'll mind my business on it from now on. I'm just, I had to get that out. I had to get that out there because like, I don't know. When you put it on TV, I think you want people to give their opinions on it. No, I don't know. It just shouldn't be on TV. And how can we make this actionable to us here at this little space that we've got here? Right. Um, None of us are as big as Johnny Depp. And so that's a great thing. But like, All I'm going to say is be careful how many doors, how many of your private doors that you open up. Especially in public spaces, because the problem is you can't control what goes out that door. And what comes in that door. And that's pretty much all I got to say about that. Congratulations. You played yourself. I've got a hypothetical question. Well, I guess it's not really hypothetical. When is Will Smith going to be allowed to come back outside? Because I got to be honest with you. I'm not sure that the punishment 
matches the crime at this point. He smacked somebody. And I understand that he smacked him in a public place and it's not appropriate, but like, y'all acting like he killed Chris Rock. When is it okay for Will Smith to come back out of the house? Another question, maybe a better question to kind of better let you guys see where I'm trying to go with this. When it comes to the culture nowadays, why do we cancel and not correct? Is it because it's just easier to do so? And like, what exactly does cancel mean? Like, I I know what cancel means, but like, what's the goal of cancel? Because to me, it's starting to feel like a ha ha jokes on you. We're not going to listen to your music or watch your movies anymore because like you said, some insensitive things until you apologize. And the reason I say that is because like (laughs) about a year ago, the baby was going crazy. He was saying some way out of pocket stuff and everybody canceled him. Every music festival, every concert he had lined up. People was taking him off of albums, everything. Radio stations were saying they wasn't going to play him, and they didn't. And then that just kind of faded away. And then eventually, like, he announced in a, a little apology about what he said and apologized and said it was insensitive. On the same day that he announced, like, a 30-city tour. So, is he good now? Like, do he just got to say, I'm sorry? Like, how does this work? And for the record, I never thought he should have been canceled. I just think that, like, if you don't fuck with somebody, hey, just don't fuck with them. But, like, feeling the need to, like, grab the pitchforks and run to Twitter saying, let's get rid of this person. I I, I never know what that means because you could just stop supporting. But there's no theater in that, right? But, like, what does it actually mean? Because the baby's going on tour. And I don't think the baby's changed that much. I'm going to be quite honest with you. Like, maybe he's going to be a little more careful about the things that he says. But, like, the baby's kind of a wild boy. And over the last year, he's continued to be a wild boy. Beating people up. Talking crazy on Instagram. I mean, he was shooting that nigga. I'm just saying. What are the parameters for, like, Okay, cool. It's you're good now. Come back outside. How long was Will Smith's sentence? Who determines these things? Once again, what's the point of it? So, I ain't going to stick long on this topic either because I got a good word for you. Here's that word Be very careful how judgmental you are on somebody. In their worst moment. Because. Everybody's worst moment. Comes. Everybody's. And I don't want you to be looking for grace. When you've built this ecosystem. That can only get you canceled. You would rather be corrected. If I ever say anything that outright offends you, don't come at me and try to cancel me. Come at me and correct me. 
or at least try to correct me. We can have a conversation if I felt like I was right. But a lot of the times I'm never trying to offend people. So if I someone tells me they're offended, it's going to be met with an immediate apology because that's never my actual motive to offend. This, this is never my motive. So whether I believe what I'm saying or not, I've I find my responsibility being. If they're offended, then I did not express myself properly. You know what I mean? So the responsibility is on me. Apologize and let's try to find some common ground and move forward. If you expect that kind of grace in your time of. I don't know, not so graceful, period. You should probably extend that courtesy. You should probably be careful what you're just signing up for. Because like. Herd mentality. Usually just ends up getting a bunch of sheep killed. And I think I'll leave that one on that. Um, I don't want to end it on a, a note like that, though, just because. I don't want to end it on a note like that. So I am going to end this talking about a book that I'm reading that I absolutely love. And I'm going to encourage you guys to go get this book. Um, I fucking love Action Bronson, man. So Action Bronson, he's a rapper. Dope at that. Chef. Dope at that. Uh, excellent TV show. Dope at that. Had another TV show. Was dope at that. And then he recently went on a journey to just get healthier. And during that, he wrote a book called Fuck It, I'll Start Tomorrow. And it's uh, he's basically what he's doing is he's giving the story that like what led up to him finally making the change. Because like action was a big boy. Like he's still a big boy, but not like sloppy big. He was a big boy. And started weightlifting and got into actually the mindset of, Hey, I kind of want to stick around here for a while. He had a newborn and I think that helped a lot. Cause that, that can things like that can kick a lot of us into gear, but like in the book, he kind of gives us the Genesis of his story as well. And like takes us up to the moments that this was the moment that changed everything or that changed my mindset. And so I think the title is brilliant because it's like the fuck it. I'll start tomorrow. Um, We've all said this about a million things. Diets, exercise regimes, um, just relaxing, anything. We've all said it. Okay, I'll start tomorrow. Actually, I'll wait till Monday. Actually, I'll wait till the first. Actually, I'll do this. We, we, We do it a lot. There's something in the human psyche about that, too. Um. I have to get into that more. I'm going to look into that because that's an interesting thing. So that's the title of the book. And basically, he's just working through all the reasons that he said he'd start tomorrow. And then tomorrow came and went and he never started. And then like what led him to the point of finally saying, oh, no, fuck it. It's now. And that's the advice I'm going to leave you guys with. First, the advice is pick up this book. Fuck it. I'll start tomorrow uh, by Action Bronson. It's a good book. Read it. Get back to me. Tell me what you think about it. It's a short read, which works out really good for me because y'all know how my attention span is set up. But let's stop waiting because with all the death that 
is around and that we're seeing and are now privy to. Um, yeah, man, that tomorrow I ain't promised. So like that, fuck it, I'll start tomorrow. Tomorrow might not ever come. So really, what we got is now. And so like last week, we talked about that one percent thing. Every single day, let's just get one percent better. And when you're doing that, you ain't really got to even wait for tomorrow because I'm better today than I was yesterday. Yada, yada, yada. You get it. There's no profound blow your mind moment at the end of that. But I just wanted to remind you again. That shit tomorrow might not show up. So be grateful for today. And let's get after it. It's Monday, man. That's a good motivational way to end on a Monday. Um, I'll be back on Thursday. All week, there's going to be special episodes being posted over on the Patreon. If you want to support the show and fuck with the Patreon, the link's there. Do it. Feel no pressure to do that, though. I had a conversation earlier with Loriano and Christy that I'm pretty sure both those conversations will be up on the Patreon by Tuesday. But again, if that's not really your thing, don't try to force it to be to try to make me happy. But for those that do sign up for the Patreon, just know that I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate the support. And let's just keep this thing going for as long as we can and as far as we can. I'm Harvey Banks. I'm signing off. My voice is going away. I'm going to bed because it's, you know, I'm tired.